This episode of Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by PWCC. Head over to pwccmarketplace.com and register. It only takes a few minutes and it's 100% free. There you'll find weekly auctions with thousands of items, all starting at $10, closing every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. You have to be registered to bid. They have the most transparent buyer's premium feature in the industry and extended bidding like no other auction house. Give it a try. You might find something you love. Hi, this guy's locked in. This guy's ready to go. So I am. I'm in a good mood, man. Amazing. Kick us up. It's the weekly episode we do for PWCC, but you know, we haven't we've had we haven't talked a lot. I got to talk to Cajun yesterday for like forty seven hours on an episode where we did a recap of the PWCC premiere. It was a great episode, but you and I haven't chatted. Eight hundred yeah. listens in less than twenty four hours. It was right. hilarious. That, that episode marathon was episode. It was great. It was. I mean, that was a lot of fun. And he has a very unique way of looking at card prices, card sales, what things are selling for, you know, prices Call, up and down. Chamberlain his bitch. Well, I mean, he has some funny, you know, Southern isms in him as well. And I mean, it was fun to be a part of. I can only imagine you know, listening to the back and forth of us two idiots, um, you know, talk about the cards. Yes, he, he did call a Will Chamberlain card. This is a beautiful bitch or something like that. It was, I, you could see my face like, what? Like, what did, did he do that? And he did it a couple of times. Um, but yeah, I mean, we roll over the map, but it, it's fun. It's a, it's a nice recap. It's good that he does that. It's only basketball. Um, you know, maybe if there's an appetite for it, we can touch on some football, maybe not do, you know, a two hour marathon show, but maybe kind of do like a, like, a you know, 10 sales that stood out in that, you know, in the PWCC, you know, uh, premiere monthly for each sport. That could be an interesting piece of content too, but no, I'm in a, I'm in a good mood, man, because, you know, the hobby's in an interesting place. You got a lot of people like doom and gloom. You got a lot of people, you know, uh, pushing negativity. You got a lot of people, you know, out there, you know, with the gotcha shows, you know, you got one gotcha channel going after another, you know, card porn. It used to be a gotcha channel. You got Whoa. people attacking PWCC. You got all kinds of crazy stuff. So let's talk about that. So I think one of the biggest things that we want in the hobby is honesty, transparency, integrity, all these values. We, we, it's sort of, you know... You could use a lot of words to describe it, but it's integrity, transparency, and honesty. And Cardboard advertises as the hobby watchdog, right? So maybe just a few days ago with the whole Nat Turner thing, he or she claimed that sometimes it's just so easy, right? Sometimes it's the obvious solution is the real one, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you think, uh, and, and I'll ask you how you interpret buyer's premium, but just by, and you guys could work with me here. You guys know I've not been like the staunchest, you know, advocate of PWCC. I, I call it like it is. Sometimes I love what, what they have going on. Sometimes I don't. In the beginning, I, I said that they have too many fees. Uh, I love their tech. But if you search, Cage, PWCC buyer's premium, that information is absolutely transparent. Of course. Everybody has a buyer's premium. Not Listen. only that, real quick. Yeah. You go to, you search, why do companies charge buyer's premium? And pops up Hukeman auction sales. And right there it says, regardless of what the name they give it, service fee, commission, buyer's premium, U.S. taxing authorities, call the buyer's premium part of an item sale price. Mm -hmm. So in that post, and you know, I'm, we had a meeting with PWCC a few weeks ago. I talked about lowering the buyer's premium, right? Yeah. I'm not a believe, or in my limited hobby opinion and experience, I'm not a believer in buyer's premium. But even I saw that, Cage. 
You brought up card porn. Thoughts on that and thoughts on how you interpret buyer's premium. Yeah, sure. So we'll do that. Where I wanted to go initially with this was when, as soon as you said what we want in the hobby is integrity, we want honesty, we want, you know, all that other fun stuff, transparency. I don't care about any of that stuff. And that's why I'm in a good mood. What I care about is cards. What I want in the hobby is cards. Like I want less of this back and forth. I want less of this drama. And what I've done instead is it's not disingenuous. I want to focus on cards. Like, do you know who, do you know who Jorginho is? Yeah, he's a soccer player. So I learned about him today because Ian bought a box of cards. Number I didn't, 11? I don't know who he was. He's wearing a three in the jersey mm-hmm. I have. But he bought a box of cards with the help of um, a kid who was at the show. And I want to talk about this. And I'll get to Card Porn in a second. I promise you. I'm not going to leave it hanging. It's not going to be a hanging chat. I promise you I'll get to it. And I'll tell you what I think. But but I want to start off with it's not that type of thing, right? It, for me, coming in and why I'm in a good mood is – you know, I won a card PWCC. I didn't win all the cards. I won a card in PWCC. I won an item last night in Heritage. I'm planning on winning some stuff tonight in Golden. I'm definitely going to win some stuff in the PWCC we talk about tonight. I'll tell you what I'm bidding on. I don't care. But then I also went to a card show today. And you know what I saw? I saw I saw life. I saw new blood. I saw, um, you know, some dealers sitting there with the same old tired um you know, Justin Herbert cards and PSA nines. And I saw a bunch of people, you know, Hey, would you look at these? And it's like uh, Mm -hmm. stuff that they graded last year that no one would ever grade. And people are like, Oh, you know, I'll give you a bunch of these for, for the grading cost. What's PSA at now? 18 bucks. I'll sell it to you for $18. And I'm like, okay, you got a PSA nine, $18. Like this is a card that you wouldn't have graded. He's like, yeah, I wouldn't have graded if I wasn't just stuck, stuck home doing nothing the whole nine yards. They're not selling anything. People are not moving anything. These people are not changing. But then I went over to a table that had, um, let's call them mystery packs right? Like, you know, envelopes, but there were people lined up to buy them with their kids. And I watched the kid open one and get two cards in it that the kid was like, I don't know who these are. And the the kid behind the table gave him another one. So here you go. Try it. I guarantee you're going to do fine. And in that one, he had a Javier Vasquez, like, um, no, Christian Vasquez. Javier Vasquez is an older picture. Christian Vasquez, auto, you know, the guy was in the World Series, the whole, like, and the kid's like, oh, great. And then the dad's buying stuff out of the mystery box because the mystery boxes were all full of soccer from recent soccer releases, colors from the Merlin stuff, you name it. And everybody's looking for soccer. And this kid's one of the only ones at the table. The kid's dad comes over to me and he's like, oh, you see what he's doing? He's just busy though. You know, people in the show are talking about this guy only made a hundred bucks. This guy made 200 bucks. My son's making, you know, he's doing better than most of these guys here. Why? Because he's being positive. He's smiling. He's talking to people. He's making trades. There's activity at his table. And Ian says, I want to learn about soccer. And the kid says, all right, well, this is who you look for. Here's the guys. There's three guys at this show with boxes of soccer cards and he points them over to one guy with a box of museum and the guy sells Ian $320 at a box of museum. I, I don't even want to look it up. Like I don't even want to like, okay, how much did he sell for steel city? You name it. So Ian says to this kid, um, how much should it go for? I guess this three twenty is not a terrible price. It goes for about three. You know, it's the end of the show. See if you can get it for cheaper. Maybe you get it for like, you know, two eighty five or something like that. So I said, Ian, do you really want this? And he's like, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you rather have a $40 ETB Pokemon box? We're probably not going to get $300 worth of soccer cards. Plus, I don't even know who to look for. No, I want it. We can have guys. We'll watch them in the World Cup maybe. You know, it's coming up. This is fun, right? This is what you want to have, right? You know, people watching soccer, opening soccer. We don't Ian collect soccer. Ian's buying a box. He's buying a box. Ian's looking to buy a box from a guy who told him $320. So I said to Ian, I said, Ian, I have $300 on me. I can't pay $320 for this box. I'll give you the 300 but I don't want you to offer 300 I want to see how much you can get the box for. Five minutes later, I, I didn't go over with him. He went by himself. I was looking at cards. Five minutes later, he comes over. He goes, can I get the box for $270? I said, of course you can. Here you go. 270 bucks. Go for it. So we open the box. 
we got this gold archival autograph of this guy here, you know, Jorginho. I think he plays for Chelsea. True or false, you did this solely and you set Ian up because of all the mean comments you get in our Discord group about you not believing in soccer as a... No, he... Listen, I would not have bought soccer. I would have been buying Pokemon all day, but he wanted soccer because he knows the World Cup's coming. And he's like, all right, we can, maybe we'll get a Messi or maybe we'll get this. So it's in the news. It's in the stuff. But but the story continues, right? And why I continue to be in a good mood, right? <laughs> this this plastic that, I'm in, that I have this in, I didn't bring this to the show. And I could have walked around. The guy at the table over next to him comes running over and says, this plastic might be a little bit big, but it'll protect the card. That's a nice card. You're going to want to put a sleeve on it. Or the top loader. Kid. It gives me a sleeve, you, the, the, you know, the, the penny sleeve and the plastic for it. If you've been in the hobby long enough, you call them plastics. I'm just letting you know. You'll call it a plastic one day too. So, so yes, it is a top loader, but it's called a plastic. Trust me. Guys, <laughs> guys, who, guys who have been doing this long enough will we'll be laughing. What is that. happening? It's Marathon cage. So pretty nice, right? Two. So, of course, I walk over and I go over to that guy's table. And I'm like, you know, now I got to buy something from him. So I buy cards from him. This is all a whole show, back and forth, kids learning, deals happening, kids leaving happy with cards, fathers leaving, people making deals, making trades, guys offering plastics. And you know what none of them were talking about? <laughs> they weren't talking about card porn's post because the hobby doesn't only exist on Instagram. The hobby yeah. don't, doesn't only exist in AIH and Dan the Man Levitan and uh, sports card behind, behind the all, hobby documentary. All I mean, they're all, and, and yes, there are people who actually transact in cards besides Rob Go and Steve Aoki, right? And, and, uh, and what's his name? Vegas Cage. So, <laughs> so I, no, but I mean, guys. I'll talk about the cardboard stuff, and I'm not trying to poo-poo it, and it's important because what helps the hobby grow is this Instagram, is us with building a community that we can't have because you're not all at the same local show as me. But I do want to balance that out by saying that there's fun to be had in the hobby. I bought an autograph of a wrestler today that I watched as a kid who actually like would have dinner a table away from me that I never asked for his autograph because I didn't want to bother him while he was eating his garlic knots. And I got his autograph today, and it cost me $3. No bullshit. And you know, look, I posted about it. And it's Randy Macho Man Savage's brother. And Randy Macho Man would be sitting there eating too. And I never bothered so, him either. There's no yeah. question here, even though this is one of your... No, I have no a question. question. I, don't, I never said I have a question. I you never said you had a question. I'm not saying you said you had a question. I just wanted to take it away from the negativity. Yeah. Well, really what, what I'm hearing, if we're thinking in first principles, it's turn your phone off and leave the house. No, it doesn't. You can have a balance, right? But if, if, if all you think the hobby is... so. Listen, cardboard serves a purpose, right? Something happened with cardboard in the last couple of weeks. Hobby Shark, these guys, they, they, they're right. Because if you look at cardboard's posts, they used to just be hard hitting. They used to be, boom, here's the news. Boom, here's an issue. Boom, here's this. Now it's, it's engagement farming. Now it's, it is much more Jeff Wilson-y. Now it's, hey, what do you guys think about this? Opine. What do you guys think? About? Let's talk about this. And at the end of the post, it says, what are your thoughts? Okay, so this, this, this. What do you think about this? Like, th there was never that hook. There was never that beg for comments and and hey, reshare this and let's talk and let's have a conversation. That's a new version. That to me, there has been a shift in the cardboard posts. Not that there's anything wrong with it, right? I mean, it's great to have engagement and posts about it and stuff. But there's a clear slant. Like, I, I did not post a reply to that because I didn't want even more eyeballs on it. And here we are now bringing more eyeballs to it. But my post would have been, you know, something akin to, you know, 
ah, you know what? It doesn't even matter. I don't even want it. But it, it, it's clear what's going on with those posts. And, and, you know, buyer's premium, we can talk about buyer's premium. We've talked about this on a couple of episodes. Number one, anybody who writes a post that says this thing actually sold for $2.6 million is really trying to set the narrative. We talked about this before Carpoint even posted. And I said this, guys, in our episode two days ago, three days ago. I said, when this sale happens, You'll know where people are in the hobby based on what kind of headlines they write. And the one that's on ESPN sells, Lucas card sells for over $3 million. Boom, 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 fireworks. Your big party time, over $3 million. The card porn post has it selling for $2.6 million. There are people who post it saying, wow, it's the hugest loss ever in card history, right? Because it is by, by dollar value if you believe the $4.6 million sales price. So with all the other items, yeah, I mean, items. but dude, what, like, what, what difference does it make? The, to me, to me, there were there were huge sales in that auction, record prices in that auction, right? Record for for a ton of cards, and you can. It's like anything else in the world, man. You know, um, you can swing it, you can shift it however you want, and and you know, card porn, who who I believe has done a very good job in investigative reporting. Really, they. I think they have done a very good job in, in getting the facts. If you go to PWCC's website, it tells you exactly how much the fees are, depending on how much a card sells for. So the buyer paid a 20% premium, but are you trying to say that the seller lost 20% on that, that the seller didn't get? Because you know that's not true. You know that the fees are actually significantly more. They, they're, they're very transparent on how much they charge on on the fees, right? And I, since the weekly episode, just so you guys know, um, the hammer price refers to the maximum winning bid, excluding the twenty percent buyer's premium. If an item sells for two hundred fifty thousand or lower, the seller receives one hundred ten percent of the hammer price, two fifty to a million, um, one hundred and twelve point five percent, and over a million, one hundred fifteen percent. So basically, if anything, for most of us who are selling an item under two hundred fifty thousand. You basically split the buyer's premium. They get 10%, right. get 10%. So they don't even have, I mean, it's 20% that's added on, but the seller of the card is getting half of that for in the premiere. Obviously, there's fees and there's all kinds of fun stuff. But it's I mean, too, too quick, eBay right? Does, but eBay does it just on the back end. At the end, they take their 12%, right? Yep. Different auction houses call it commission. It's, it's, it's something, I brought this up to you, Cage. We've talked about it before. There's nothing to spin here, though. This, like... What was interesting about that post, that's clear cut. That's 100%. That's fact. There's no truth to that. There's just facts here. Uh, what a true seller price is. So I didn't appreciate the spin when there's And no one else did that. No one else did it that way. I mean, no one. Do me a favor and look at posts, right? Look at posts everywhere. No, you will not find another post that says this card ended for this price. No one will ever, ever post that like that unless, I, unless they're trying to make it look like lesser of a sale. And even then, people aren't stupid enough to do that. People aren't disingenuous enough to do it. So, listen to me. Let's you have on, to, right? yeah, no, you have to see through some of that stuff. Look, if you're gonna attack somebody, attack directly, like card ladder, right? You want to attack card ladder? The way to directly attack card ladder. Look what Giannis did. He knocked the ladder right over onto the floor, and people know what's going on. Dude, Boom! Card ladder knocked over. Gives, I mean, do we want it? That, this is what I mean. I didn't want to do it from the <laughs> obviously weekend. card ladder. That's not I, not attacking you, but it was a ladder. I had to, you know, I had to bring it to cards. Not attacking card ladder. What's but Giannis definitely attacked the ladder. Did you care about that at all? Non-story. <laughs> I mean, my take on it is somebody obviously let him out onto the floor, 
you know, I could see both ends of it, right? I mean, there are employees there trying to do their job, right? But clearly somebody let him out there and the employees should back off. I think the employees were trying to instigate him. You know, you know, these are these are Philadelphia 76er employees who see, you know, during the game, someone's going to try to get a shot off and they block it, you know, after after there's a timeout, you know, they see their own players doing it, right? Like, don't let Steph get that shot off, the whole deal. So here we are, we're employees. Put the, don't let him practice. It's our home court. Well, he, he's honest. Doesn't he have a basketball court at home? Right. Can he go out and practice when he gets home? Go practice your free throws tomorrow. You need to come on the court and practice here after the game. So I can see, you know, I could see how people would get carried away. I mean, Giannis, honestly, I mean, Giannis, I'm sure he's mad about losing. You know, I'm sure if he could go back and do it again, he probably would grab somebody from his team or the other team and say, listen, can you guys just have them move the ladder so I could shoot rather than go and knock the ladder over? I'm sure he regrets the look of it, but I mean, come on, it's, it, it is kind of like, I wouldn't make anything big of it. What do you think? What do, what do you Let's think? Let's get into a weekly show. No, I what do you think about it? I thought it was an embarrassing look for, for the Sixers. And to me, like the bigger story was, where's the leadership? Where's Doc or Daryl Morey? So like in the 60s and 70s, I think this wouldn't be even be like a big deal. Like, no, no one would know about it. No one would know about it. No one would care. And NBA wasn't as professional. Now when the NBA is like this multi-billion dollar professional organization, the star of your league, you want him to practice. And did you hear what he said in the interview? He's like, we're getting paid to do this. This is my job. He knows he missed four or 15 free throws, so he's out there working on his game. I couldn't believe that there was no leadership, that Montrez Harrell, who's been on the team for like three minutes, would instigate and act tough to Giannis. It had nothing to do with the employees. They spun the narrative on Twitter that it was employees, but – they just moved the ladder from one end to the other end, and Montrez Harrell went to shoot on the other end. And it was like 15 minutes after the game was over. The fans. Well, what were, were they doing with the ladder? Were they taking a net down? Like, what were they doing with the ladder? I think they have to switch the court because it's a shared court hockey and basketball. They have to take the nets down and move the court up. All right. So, I mean, you know, to me, that's pretty straightforward. I know Giannis is a multi-million dollar athlete. No, the whole deal. You, someone he oh, asked someone to come out onto the court, right? Yeah, they got to get permission. So, so, but he should go back to the personal credentials and say, listen, I'm going to stop shooting for a couple minutes. Can you do me a favor and have this ladder moved? No, and then it would been- That's not what happened first. First, Montrez Harrell came down the court and took his ball away. So Giannis. <laughs> okay. No, All right. Okay. And, and here's how, like, the fans were still there. Yeah, so it's not like this was like an hour after. This is like 15, 20 minutes, 30 yeah. minutes. Not, it's not hours after where it's like, Every other task has been done, and he's, like, holding up the people. You could say, like, 15% of the fan base is still there. He's shooting. Montrez comes and grabs the rebound and takes the ball. So Giannis like, what are you doing? He goes inside to his locker room to grab another ball. By the time he grabs another ball, the, the guy sets up a ladder. He okay. asks him to move – just chill. He asks him to move the ladder, and a guy with a backpack on looks and a basketball goes and – after Giannis moves the ladder, the guy with the backpack pushes the ladder in front of the basket. I saw the video. I, I saw the video. So these so aren't does, employees how, that, he, that are like so. Who, so who? So who, so who is it? This is the issue. Who are the leaders? The employees. No, 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 no. Okay. See, so I, I said something, and you. I thought you were going to actually say some facts, and you didn't. I waited, and I, I tried to jump in. Come and wait. Guy with the, the ball is the guy that's responsible for breaking down the court. No. No, I don't know who they are, right? But they're on the courts. So they're obviously allowed to be there. Those are Philadelphia 76ers people. Either they're employees of the, of the 76ers or they're there at the, at the license of the 76ers. So, so Giannis gets out there with Credential Man. 
So Giannis has to be a professional. Giannis has to realize that there are people putting a basket, a, 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 an impediment here. Someone just let me on. I go back to that someone and say, hey, I just want to shoot for 20 minutes. Can you, who obviously are the authorized person, the one who let me out here, can you move them? You don't go over and knock a ladder down. No matter who's doing it, no matter if it's backpack man or whatever it is. This is not the way people are supposed to behave. It's a good lesson for you to learn, right? There, If there are places where you're supposed to park your car, you don't just say, oh, shit, I don't want to walk 20 minutes. I do, I'm going to park my car here, and I'm going to I'm gonna just do what I want to do because I'm above the law. Giannis isn't above the rules either. If no he's one, out, No one said that. Of course he is. It, it, there are people no one, there no who are doing – okay. Yes, that's what people are saying, right? So Giannis – They're spinning it. but the, It's the not a spin, the, man. He, he's throwing a ladder on the ground. The guy with the credentials in the video, that's the guy who let him on. You have a backpack, a guy with a backpack. And Who cares basketball. about the backpack? Stop with the backpack. What do you got? Something against backpacks? You got something against hoodies too? Buying Skittles? What, no. you know, where, where are your biases? Not no, everything. I don't. I show. don't. Obviously, a guy with a basketball and a backpack is it the guy that's in charge of breaking down the court? He's there with people putting up a ladder. He could be Montrez Harrell's okay. trainer who's trying to great, get. Great, great. So let's just assume way. what you're saying is right. Okay, if he's not supposed to be there, but if he, where was the lead? Just time out. Where was the leadership? Okay, the leadership is the guy who let Giannis onto the court. He's still there. I don't know why you're not getting this. There are people there. Either their job is to put a ladder up there and take the court down, or it's not. Whether they have a backpack or not, if their job is to take the the, the court down and have a ladder there, or it's not. Either way, Giannis. He's not supposed to go take it into his own hands. He's not Batman. He is on there at the license of the Sixers. He had to ask someone with credentials. There's your leadership. There's your 76ers person. He's the person. Now, what happens is Giannis goes right back to that person and says, hey, pal, you let me on. Can you do me a favor and take care of these people? You don't go walk up to them and throw down the ladder because either they're there when they're supposed to be or they're not. Let's go with yours. A backpack man clearly is not an official. He doesn't, ah, he doesn't belong there. You're well, right. then the guy with the suit walks over and says, hey, backpack man, you don't belong here. Let's move this ladder. Hey, yeah. guys with the ladder, move it. Or they do belong there, and they're taking the court down. Then guy with the suit comes over and says, hey, guys, I know this is your job to take down the basket, but we need to – just pause for 10 minutes, go to a concession and grab yourself a Snapple. Giannis is going to take some free throws. You guys can take the basket down later. Why is that so hard? I don't think that is hard. That's what he should have done. It's easy. Sure. But instead, he walks over and knocks the ladder over. Yeah. I don't know. Why is this a problem? Who cares about the 76 you want? You want what? Giannis should go into the locker room and go get Doc Rivers and say, hey, Doc Rivers, come on out here and get rid of this ladder. That's what you want you want him to do? Just, I, I, I've said that for sure. I, I think we're on record. I've, I've said that exactly. Doc Rivers should come get it. So no. which what leadership? Should he go walk up to the owner suite? Should he go up to the I don't think Giannis owner? needs to go and do anything. Why not? He's the one who's out there shooting free throws. Because Giannis isn't me who needs to go and ask permission from everybody in the Coliseum. He says, yo, the game's over. Can yes. I stay after and shoot free throws? He asked, can I stay and shoot free throws? He asked, and they said yes. In the video, you could see his brothers, like, to the guy with credentials, like, what, what's going on here? Great. And then all of these people unnecessarily were started trolling him. From Montrez Harrell grabbing the ball away from him. That to, Montrez, to Montrez Harrell's trainer getting into his face before while Giannis is shooting. Dude, it's stupid to argue with you because – 
You have no respect. You roll your eyes and you don't give a fuck about anybody else's opinion on an opinion. Show. I love your opinion. No, you don't. Wrong. You roll your eyes and you're like, yeah, because dude, because what, what happens here is there's Donald a moment. doesn't follow rules. There's rules. You can't park in the, yeah. there's a moment park. in time. The moment in time is there's a ladder that Giannis can't shoot on. The Montreal ball, the Montrez ball thing happened way before that. That's irrelevant. Right. Years. Or, yeah, but, but that's part of the problem, man. At that moment in time, you have a decision to make, all right? I'm either going to take this into my own hands or I'm going to be a professional and I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to say to someone who has authority to move this ladder. He did the wrong thing. Now, what you're doing is you're apologizing for him because you're saying, wow, I'm a, Montreal I'm a couldn't have been apologist. there. You are. In this instance, you are a Giannis, I'm a Giannis apologist. Apologist. He was Because at that moment, he can knock the ladder down because previously Montrez took the ball away from him. Previously, all these things happened. What about in that, in that moment, right? In that moment right there, where he can't shoot because there's a ladder there. He could just turn and say, hey, guys, can you do me a favor and take care of this for me? No, instead he throws a ladder on the ground. He That's did. on him. He did say that. He's like, dude, I got permission. Well, then, he moved it once. Then well, then what happens? And a ball came. Okay, so, like, so what happens? What happens? You're shooting on somebody else's hoop in somebody else's stadium. Right, so what happens? You ask the guy again and say, "Hey, can you move this?" And he says to you, "Sorry, pal, I can't." You leave. You leave. Okay. Why? Why is that so difficult? It's not his stadium. It's not his house. He doesn't own it. He asked for permission. You're missing. You said it. He said to the guy, "Can I shoot here?" Which means what? Let's just go nice and nice and easy here. Instead of instead of going all, all like diaper baby what's, again. What's right? the rule? He had to ask for permission. Hey, what's right? the rule about shoot around before the game starts? It's uh, not a team, stadium. Teams are allowed to shoot around beforehand. Okay. When? They don't have to ask for permission. The teams are, are given access to the court before the game. The opposing team comes on the court and is allowed to shoot around. But, well, Correct. You, you see people, I mean, you've heard stories. Jay Williams, yeah. Kobe Bryant, I came at four hours before the game. Yeah. What's the procedure there? Well, if the same thing happened. It's happen, not their stadium, though, remember. But if please. the same thing happened before the game, I would say the same exact thing would have to happen, right? If, if somebody asked for an accommodation and came four hours beforehand, and then an employee who was doing their job came and put a ladder up in front of them while they were shooting, I don't, I don't think anybody else is going to knock the ladder over. I don't, I, I don't know what they would do. No, but, no, but, but, time but what would the, happen before is. Before the employee, who you yeah. deem an employee, first, uh, a player of the home team comes and doesn't let the guy shoot. Okay. Okay. Legit. Not a big deal. Irrelevant. Irrelevant to whether or not you should be asking for permission to knock Irrelevant. a ladder. Down. I go yes. inside. I go inside. Yep. To get go another inside. ball because my ball was taken by the home team. Excellent. Home team guy. Yep. And so you now have the ladder ball. in front of the basket. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, hey, I'm shooting here. What are you doing? Move the basket. Mm -hmm. A, a guy the with a basketball and a hoodie comes uh, and a backpack comes and puts the ladder right back. Are you, you don't like, like this. You don't like the hoodie and the and the backpack at all, do you? I mean, that to me, that that's a problem, right? You don't you don't like the hoodie. What if that? I what if people think that he's an employee or someone who's really trying to do their job? I think he obviously looks like he's trolling and trying because to because he has him. a backpack and a he's basketball. A yes, he's a bat. I mean, that's I mean, a backpack and a troller. You know, he's got a basketball. He's a troller. The point is, it doesn't matter who it is. If he if he doesn't belong there, someone should move him. And Giannis, you realize to, the precedent you're setting by saying that the visiting team should never be allowed access unless someone grants him access. Nobody said that at all. Nobody said that. he was granted access. So so stop changing okay, the facts. Someone gets in the way. Someone gets in the someone way. Someone gets in the way. Someone gets in the way. What's and he supposed every to do? Every time someone gets in the way, he has to go and tattletale? 
he has to say, hey, guy, you gave me access here. Yes, move your guy. No, you can't take it into your own hands. You're not allowed to do that. Back to my initial point. <laughs> leadership, leadership, leadership. Where what leadership? leadership? What leader? Who's there? Right? Who's there? What leadership? Like, who's seeing this while it's going on? Is Doc Rivers there on the court? <laughs> no, no, Doc is not is, the leader so, of the so, breakdown crew. So what leadership should be there? I, uh, what do you mean? What leadership? What uh, leadership? How do you know that backpack guy is not the leader of the breakdown? The head of breakdown operations. Maybe he's got there. bolts. Maybe he's got bolts and tools in his backpack, and he is the head of the operation, and he has a job, and that's yeah. to take this down. Yeah, he he you know? looked like a head of operations. Um, I mean, a head of operations cage, probably. I mean, uh, the owner of the Sixers. It's possible. The, box. the general manager possible. of the Sixers, Daryl Morey. My deal on this, this one's pretty straightforward. You can't head take shit. Head of stadium operations, never heard of it? You can't. So is the head of stadium operations there at that moment? Do you know hope, this for a fact? I would hope so. Okay, so then. So then after, time out. So, time out. 15 minutes after a game is over and they're switching the court from NBA to NHL. Yeah, I think the head of stadium on the operations. Court. He's there on the court right there. On the line. He is on the line. No, I'm, I'm asking you. He, he's there on the court. Right there. My initial statement, because you don't fucking listen. You're a lawyer. You it's, talk it, like this, but you don't. It, I don't where listen. was the leadership? Yes. Where was the leadership to say? So honest, how would the, if, if the leadership's there, great. If they're not there, how would they know? How would the leadership know that this is going on? Where is the leadership? Was my The leadership doesn't know this is going on because Giannis doesn't go to the person and say, hey, can you move them? So that that person can either move them or get leadership involved. Instead, what he does is he knocks a ladder over himself. Okay. Exactly. So, so the leadership doesn't even know this is going on. Why? Because no one's telling them. Because instead, Giannis is acting like a baby. And yeah. Trez is acting like a baby. And you're acting like a baby. Okay. But it's okay. There's lots of babies involved. When people grow up, life is very different. And you know what? Maybe something will happen when they go to the Bucks. Maybe Trez will try to shoot and they'll put a ladder up in front of him. Maybe Trez will be smart enough to say, hey, guys, come on. I don't want to knock this ladder down. I'm just trying to shoot my free throws. Think of how different that would be. Don't take it into your own hands. A lot of people would listen to this. <laughs> there would be less people in prison. More, more than likely, Trez is annoyed he hasn't played a lot. And I mean, he that's started. Entirely possible, too. And he started trouble. And he came out there with his trainers and got his trainers to start trouble with Giannis, too. Okay. It's very possible, but there's obviously somebody there that Giannis can speak to to handle it, right? Yeah, uh, there's yes, Giannis, you need to be more mature. Um, exactly, well done. You have, you have figured it out. Yes, maturity does matter. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, ah, you know what. Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.